0: Welcome back, everybody. Super, super excited to bring on our next guest, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Ryan Schreiber, Director of Growth at Metaphor. Ryan, are you out of Austin, Texas today?
1: Yeah, I am. I was in in Seattle yesterday, if anybody was watching, what the truck, but I had a red eye back, so I'm back. Also, like, not to be that guy, but I'm the Chief Growth Officer, Thomas. I thought you'd show me a little more respect. You know, you especially...
0: I'm a glorified telephone. I, mean, I just telephoto- feel like, <laughs> you know,
1: I thought, I thought we were on that. I thought, you know, but it's cool. Go go to no, my startup
0: sharing. and say hi to Mark El-Corey. AI Fleet's right there down the street in Austin.
1: Yeah, uh, I had lunch with him last week. He's a great dude. I really like Mark. Yeah, I had lunch with him last week. He
0: tolerated me when we first started, and they're working on their Series A. So I, I always have a special place in my heart. Uh, now, yeah. <laughs> getting, speaking of small world, um, you know, a lot going on. Technology speaking of my previous startup and what you work on, as well as growth, trying to figure out what expectations are because, as you know, um, you know the folks who develop the tech stacks and then the actual implementing it can feel like two different worlds.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of one of the things that we're seeing right now, given everything that's going on in the freight market, is a real intentional focus on technology, probably even more than there was before, But really the difference right now is looking at the technology, reevaluating the technology for what's value add. And the biggest thing that we're talking to our clients about often is, hey, you're looking at potentially ripping out some of this technology because it's not been working or you wanna go buy something different. But the real challenge is that you either, uh, you didn't implement it right. If it was something that you bought, you didn't go through an implementation, perhaps if it was a TMS if it's something you built you didn't do the implementation that is uh, which which would apply to buy as well of training your people of maybe changing your processes things like that to really make sure you get the maximum impact of the technology that you're uh, um, th- that you're considering
0: and looking at the odds of success i think there's like an old harvard business review article back in the day and then they revisited it uh, is it lower than 50% or is it maybe 30% in terms of, I found the perfect stack, I've got with the vendor, I know I want to implement it, but getting that change management. What are the odds on a good day? Because I think a lot of people just assume we flip a switch and ta-da, we, you know, we're, we're new tech.
1: Yeah. In our industry, it's the biggest thing. I mean, it is the absolute biggest challenge around technology that that we see at every single shop that we go into. And it's really two, there really are are two challenges. The change management starts in selection, right? I mean, change management isn't an event. That's what we keep trying to, or that's what not we keep trying to, this is what we keep telling our customers. Change management isn't an event. It starts all the way back in the selection process and so you really need to understand the business case, right? Why you're why you're buying this and how really really tactically it fits your business. I've been on the show a bunch of times and talked about talk about getting sold software, right? Or whether and again, that's whether you bought it or you built it. You can get sold software because a business user comes and says, "Hey, I want something that does this thing." And really it maybe misses the point for the business. So first of all, in the selection or in the requirements gathering part of of software development uh, uh, and selection, that's number that's the part number one. And then and then carrying that all the way through into actually resourcing to do the change. We'll we'll have companies come to us from time to time and say, hey. Uh, you know, we we want to do a TMS selection work, and we do a lot of that. We do a lot of TMS selection and TMS scoping and TMS development work. Uh, and and we'll tell them, sometimes we'll pass on, on actually working with them on, on deciding a new TMS. And the feedback will be, hey, listen, you're going to make this problem with technology worse because you, in this discovery process that we've gone through of scoping a project, It's been clear that you're not willing to support the change and actually resource the change. So you're going to rip something out, you're going to put something back in, and it's going to be worse because at least now your users kind of understand how to use what you got. So you really have to resource that change and go through change management as a process. Ryan, one of the issues that I've kind
0: of encountered in some operations is when going around and bringing on new technology, it could be the right form of technology, but maybe it's not the right time because you haven't scaled up to that point just yet. How do you go about hitting that moving target potentially and making sure that you're hitting that timing just right?
1: You know, one of the biggest mistakes that we see too, uh, it's so funny you mentioned this. We, We have a client right now. They hired us to to help them figure out their tech stack for their brokerage. They're a warehousing company, and they um, they're getting into brokerage. Uh, or sorry, they, ha- they have they brokerage, and, and they want to kind of reevaluate their tech stack. And and they kept they keep saying, "I want a TMS I can grow with," you know. And I and and pump the brakes here. I, I, and I personally made this mistake when I started one of my brokerages. Hey, I want I want a TMS I can grow with. It is a huge mistake and at the at the intersection of that Anthony what you're talking about is this concept that the technology decision whether that's something that you built or something that you bought doesn't matter that it's done or that the investment in it is is done at some point okay great i can put that on the shelf it's over i got it situated and that's not the case and so really you have to understand and this is and 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 this is what we really counsel our clients on you've got to understand a couple of things. Number 1, what can you take on as a business? Before you even start thinking about technology, what you have, it starts with your business. What can you take on? What can you support? What do you absolute what do you need? And 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 really what's the very tactical use case and how do these things fit together? There's software out there that's really really great. And then, you know, so, and companies will buy this software and it doesn't work for them. And sometimes it doesn't work for them because their use case is just a little off. They needed, you know, I, I was going to try and come up with an analogy on the fly, and usually that's pretty something I'm good at can do it. But, you know, they'll, they'll buy th- the thing that's sh- just a little bit off. They, they need something maybe that'll help them. They want carrier sales automation. They'll buy something that helps them with carrier sales automation. But really what they needed was a tool that could help them get away from load board carriers. Well, they have a bunch of load board carriers in their carrier network and they run automation against it. What's gonna happen? Not great results, right? And so it feels like a failure. So Anthony, all of that comes into it. And then you gotta ask yourself, what's the impact on the business if I try and get software that's too big for me? And what we've seen, and again, I've made this personal mistake as well, well before Metaphora is you're gonna distract from your core business. I love tech, tech is great, everyone should have technology in their business, but if you make those decisions that are too big for your britches sometimes, you're gonna distract from the real core, which is growing and operating your business to be more profitable, to generate more revenue, et cetera. So it can work against you just as much as it can work for you.
0: Well, final thoughts here, I got a little a minute left. Anything on the horizon that people who are looking to upgrade their stacks? We hear about ChatGPT and anything. Is there any topics we should be keeping an eye out in the next six months to a year that maybe these tech, maybe these executives who said I have the technology now maybe they need to revisit it?
1: Yeah, I, I mean I think right now is a great time to look at across your tech stack and really understand what uh, you know what the uh, impacts are. And, and where maybe you're falling short, and then really dig into why. That's a lot of the work we're doing on the tech strategy front right now is less about go find me new stuff and and more about, can you help me understand how, like how I can get the most out of what I have? And is there anything that I, I don't need anymore um, or, or never got the full value out of? Oh, But on the horizon is absolutely, like, NLP, natural language processing, is absolutely going to be a game changer in the industry. I, you know, My last business before Metaphor, we were a tech startup. We were a digital brokerage applying natural language processing to the space. So I've been on NLP since about 2015 as the real game changer. And I'm really excited to see that now other people are coming along to NLP, natural language processing, and it's more than just chat chat is a great application and you can apply chat across your business in a lot of different ways for uh for nlp but you can use it for document management you can use it for uh uh, other automation like load building uh things like that so there's a number of those things um that nlp is really going to uh to transform if you want more thoughts on how nlp is going to transform the industry i do have a, a, a do have a white paper that i'm working on so but uh, You can reach out to me directly if you want to talk about it because it's the thing that I'll, uh, I'm most passionate about. So uh, that that's what's coming down the pipe and I'm really excited about it. I can't, I'm so glad that it's finally here.
0: Ryan Schreiber, Chief Growth Officer over at MetaForum. Always a big fan of those also living five to ten years in the future. Thanks so much for joining us this morning Thanks, and brother. sharing those insights.
1: Thanks for getting my uh, my title right. Thomas wouldn't wouldn't do it, but it's it's, <laughs> cool. I'm not a it's Not a big deal. It's only it's not like I'm on the show like once a month. No, it's whatever. Not a big deal. See you guys later. Thanks for having me as always.
0: Thanks so much for joining us, Ryan. Right now, we're going to take a short break. But we'll be right back with more fridays now.